What a weird, weird E3 this year. Yeah. It's been a little lackluster, if we're being real. Yeah. I mean, I think it, I also have a weird baseline because, like, uh, every other time I've ever I've ever done an E3, it's always been like, oh, wow, I'm going to, like, watch the occasional thing when I'm, like, sitting at home or, like, I'll hear about it on the internet or my friends will tell about me at school when I go back the next next mm-hmm. next next year. Yeah. <laughs> so. Fair. And then, like, last year, we covered the E3 live with, like, a series of, like, 72-hour streams. That was oh, exhausting. 72-hour yeah. streams? Yes, I, a series of 72-hour yeah, streams. It, it was really intense. <laughs> there was a lot of things happening. No, I mean, like, a three-day dealio. Yeah, yeah. It was, like a, it was, like, four 12-hour streams in a row, I think, if yeah. I recall correctly. It was, it was exhausting. And then, like, yeah. this year, it was, like, all so spread apart. And so yeah. many didn't even show up. Yeah. They just decided they were too cool for school and skipped class. <laughs> Especially Sony. Sony was just like, uh, nope, I'm not going to go. All y'all can fuck yourselves. And then they just kind of noped on out of there. Yeah. I don't know, man. Yeah, like, What was the deal with it? Like, Did they just not show up at all? Cause I... No, they announced in advance that they weren't going. They did like their announcements in advance of E3, if yeah, I recall correctly. Yeah, it was like a few weeks before. I didn't even pay attention. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Well, I mean, none of us had a PlayStation or like a Sony console until you just went and bought one a couple of days ago. Yeah, Albert. you were just like, I have store mm-hmm. credit and this is mine now. Yeah. No one can stop me. Yeah. Literally, no one could stop me. And the guy was like, yeah, you're, you're more or less getting this for free. Congrats. Uh, I'm imagining <laughs> a situation where you went into the game store and you're like, this is mine by right of conquest. <laughs> yeah, the guy who, uh, just manning the desk is like, yeah, okay. <laughs> I have yeah. defeated the store manager in single combat. <laughs> I am allowed to take one item from the store. everyone uh this is the blanket fort podcast we just talk about the stupid shit apparently my name's alan i'm albert i'm brandon i'm don and together we're blanket term thank you for joining us and uh we're covering we got something real hot right off the presses literally right off the presses it's like what it's been like a day since they stopped doing stuff or my nintendo was the last one on tuesday morning yeah we're covering e3 yeah, well, kind of. Kind of, yeah. A little bit of late coverage of E3, technically. We're going to give it's our It's the E3 opinions. roundup. <laughs> the summary of how Albert felt about E3, uh, more or less everything sucked but Nintendo. Oh. Mm. I'm exaggerating. That, I feel like there's like some fighting words. No, yeah. I'm inclined to agree with you, actually. Really? Everything sucked uh, except for Nintendo and the few indie studios that Microsoft picked up. Yeah, and it's like, the thing with me is that, like, most of the other press conferences were just all trailers for games they had they showed more or less no gameplay of and are all coming out next year which is the perfect combination of things to tell albert to make him not care about a game yeah Yeah. i I can get that yeah no gameplay all pre-rendered shit and uh 
no actual release date. Yeah. Mm. Just 2020. Yeah. I kind of feel like that's kind of been the tendency for stuff. And I think we talked about this briefly uh, before off mic, but like, I think it's a tendency of like, they don't want to reveal too much because I think a lot of, a lot of uh, fans get really, no matter what you show them, yeah. they're always going to be upset about something. Mm-hmm. Like if you just well, live in the air, if you a, let them think a good too much. example of that. This particular E3, it will get to inevitably. <laughs> Uh, what is it? I'll get to it. Oh, okay. <laughs> Talk about. Oh, I see. You, I have, you're, I have you're, a whole fifteen no, minutes. Yeah, you're. you're I you, have to present a thesis. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no! I, I thought you were gonna let one of us pick it up, so that way the listener is forced to listen to the entire podcast. <laughs> we're, we're gonna blue ball this topic. <laughs> see, I would much rather see gameplay though than anything else because gameplay actually indicates to me how the game is going to work. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I uh, mean, like, so there was that one. <sighs> What was it? I don't even remember what it was called. But it was a game they revealed during the Bethesda one, and it had that really cheery Japanese lady, and she was really nice and genuine. Oh, oh, you know what? I know I which one you're talking about, I but can't I can't remember, remember the her game. name. Oh, hold on. Uh, I, yeah, we have a whole like roundup thing that Alan found on Reddit. Reddit. Yeah, and it's very useful. Yeah, actually, it doesn't say the presenters on there, but um, uh, she she was a concept artist for uh, for Okami. Yeah, mm-hmm. and Bayonetta. one other the Bayonetta. Thank yeah. you. Ghostwire Tokyo. And like, oh, it looked, like yeah. the premise seemed really good. Like I liked the aesthetic it was going for. I love that one. But I don't know what the heck it is. No, I think that's kind of <laughs> the point. Because like it feels like it's still very much in concept rather yeah. than actual. It's like early development stages. So like I'm kind of whatever. Did they give a release date for that, by the nope. way? Mm. See, I think that's a lot of the issue, though. Because I mean, think about it. If you went to, say, your boss at work uh-huh. and they said, we have something exciting for you. Okay, you have to tell me more. I want to know more about this. It's really exciting. Oh boy, I can't wait to there's, come in. There's like stuff involved in things. <laughs> and here's a whole PowerPoint presentation. And then the PowerPoint presentation is three slides. The first one says, very good. Second one says, not bad. And third one says, you should be excited. <laughs> like, uh, I mean, it's a little bit more detailed than that. Mm-hmm. But it's, but it, I, I get exactly, you know, what you mean. Because we have no idea what it is. Like, we see the world setting and I guess that's yeah. pretty cool. I'll but like is it going to be... FPS? Is it going to be top down? Is it going to be real time strategy? Yeah, is yeah. it going to like, be a not, rhythm game? Not is only it? that, but like it also bleeds into like what genre is it? Is it going for? Yeah, sometimes we don't even know what's going on because like the one you're talking about, uh, Ghostwire, that one feels very like uh, apocalyptic, like almost like I, I hate to say it, but like very like rapturey. Like yeah, yeah like th- that's kind of the aesthetic it's going for, and I'm just sort of like kind of confused and kind of honestly a little bit concerned that they might be hitting a lot of nails in a very very weird direction. I wonder if it's going to be like Bioshock yeah. sort of style, yeah. like Bioshock Infinite specifically. I, mean, I I like occult stuff, and so it it interests me. But like yeah, it's like I don't really know what it is because he just kind of showed me some trailers and talked about it a little bit, and she was super nice and like. Probably the only genuine person that whole presentation. Uh, hold on. Oh, that okay, that <laughs> presentation. I think it's E three. I was gonna have. I was gonna throw down the white glove that, to defend my boy Keanu. <laughs> like held it up. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay, we don't have to I'm throw it down. Yeah. It's okay. Yeah, yeah. Shoves it back in pocket. <laughs> but like, I'm gonna put this right here. What is it? We don't know. I don't but, know. Like, the aesthetic's really dope, though. Yeah, the aesthetic was cool. What are you excited about then? Uh, more or less, 
The same thing I was excited about before E3. <laughs> Pokemon and Fire Emblem. Okay, that's, that's fair. That's uh, about it, though, right? I would like to raise you. Uh-huh. I'm not sure if you saw, because it was only very brief in the Microsoft presentation, but uh, Microsoft Flight Sim. <laughs> I, I am interested in trying it because it... I have like the joystick and throttle thing, so I could, mm-hmm. but like it's people take it really seriously, and I'm intimidated by that. Yeah. Because like people, like for lack of a better phrase, get into character. Uh, what's wrong like, with that though? There's nothing wrong with it. It's really cool. Uh, I don't know anything about that world. Uh, <laughs> they start using all the jargon. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Like, the, right, we have one pastrami coming in for landing. Yeah. Seventeen four. What? Yeah. <laughs> I feel like as far as any of that goes, Brandon knows a lot about it though. Um, I if I was an air traffic controller, yeah, or a pro flight major, yeah. But I mean, my you know, point, you know more, more than, than any us. of the rest of us. I, yeah, I know. I know slightly more, and I know it's etiquette to try and speak as clearly as possible so people can actually understand you because it's actually supposed to be coherent sentences, but people don't do that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's like they just go. <laughs> It's like Charlie Brown. It's the dog of wisdom. <laughs> oh boy, dog of wisdom, tell me more. Oh, and then the, someone brought their dog out during one of the press conferences, and it was a very good boy who just sat there calmly. Again, I, I've brought this up before. Uh, based off of the behavior and the situation, I suspect it was probably a support animal. And that's really cool that they were like inclusive and allowed it mm-hmm. this support animal on stage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I mean, it makes sense. There's a lot of anxiety that comes with like uh Public speaking. Public, thank you. Thank so, you. Yeah. Uh, presenting, that's what I was looking for. For huh. some reason, the only word that came to mind was producing. I'm like, that mm-hmm. is not right. Especially since a lot of these like game designers and like game developers aren't necessarily like trained or experienced in yeah. public speaking. Oh, like well, that. Well, this is a conversation. I think we discovered, I discovered this last year. You guys pointed it out that uh-huh. it's recurring that like a lot of these people are like professional, like, con- like they're not public speakers. Yeah. So they're always like, what do I do with my hands? What do I do with my hands? <laughs> the, what are the these classic appendages? example of that is like when, whenever like bungee people go out on screen, because <laughs> yeah. they all, they have the, the blazer and the gamer mm-hmm. tee and the blue jeans, and they all just stand there, arms rammed still, tight against their sides. <laughs> um, a, a brief, brief tangent with regards to like what, what do you do with your hands when you're speaking? I'm a very emotive speaker, and I know that I talk with my hands. Mm-hmm. Uh, but something that I've noticed while I'm at work, especially, it's prevalent. I won't walk around with my hands at my side. I'll walk around with my hands up. Like, like almost like, uh, like, well, I'll like clasp my hands or stuff like that because uh, I work mm-hmm. in an Asian restaurant. You, so, you know, like I kind of like, I keep them, I keep them up and I, I'll do like a little bow thing usually. And it does, that's just you, like, yeah. like habit. You, you know mm-hmm. how you can pull that off? You need to carry around like a really nice like napkin or cloth on your forearm and just walk around with that. You can pull it off. Oh, like the fancy yeah. waiter thing. Oh, be a fancy yeah. waiter. Oh. You can come in and be like, man, this is, this is, this is a fancy restaurant. But because like, I know that I bring my, my hands like up towards my face when I speak. I'll usually uh, I'll end up instead of like holding my hands together, I'll almost end up walking around like with my hands, like my arms up and my hands <laughs> hanging yeah. like T-Rexing. There, there are two <laughs> modes of waitressing. It's T-Rex or fancy waiter with the, with the towel on your arm. Yeah. Well, it's not quite like that. Cause I'll, I'll hold them up and I'll, I'll kind of walk around. Like my hands will just be up, mm-hmm. but it's 
all it's like it's halfway between t-rex and like preparing for a fight <laughs> all right so you're gonna be so you're gonna be uh be waited by our newest waitress. she's in training she uh i please uh introduced uh ninja t-rex uh, she will be uh waiting on you today that's what the <laughs> that's what the t and t-rex stands for training rex <laughs> Training Rex. Oh, better yet, Trainee Rex. It's a title. Oh, that's good. Oh, yeah. So it's so. T-Don. <laughs> okay, so eventually, like, you uh, you graduate out of the training title, yeah. though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So does that mean there are, so a W-Rex is also things like a waiter Rex? I guess. Ooh. I think there's multiple tiers that we can explore here. Though. <laughs> <laughs> We've gotten a little yeah. off topic. We have gotten Wombo very Rex. Well off <laughs> We're eating yeah. into to Albert's 50. <laughs> Got him. We're eating it to Albert's 15 minutes to rant about games. That's okay. <laughs> but like, so, yeah. It's like, basically, the whole Microsoft press conference was just trailers for an hour yeah. and a half. And I was like, oh, I literally cannot absorb a single thing from this. Like, even, like, Cyberpunk, which I was, like, pretty excited for, mm-hmm. just kind of went past. And I was like, oh, there it goes. I don't know what to be excited for right now. All I know is that Keanu Reeves was on stage and he was very awkward. <laughs> I mean, I feel like that's just natural, like Keanu in his natural habitat. Yeah, when yeah. he's not when he's not playing a really dope role. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I almost wonder like how they managed to snag him because it could have been one of a couple of things. It could have been, oh, hey, we're a big name. Let's get a big title. And then they mm-hmm. just pulled in a big actor. Or if he's actually interested. Yeah, I think it's I think it's that one. I'm pretty sure Keanu Reeves doesn't do things he doesn't want to do. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah. He's, he's that, I feel like he's that kind of person. That's interesting uh, mm-hmm. because that means that like now we have the image in our head. It's just Keanu's one of us. Wait, yeah. <laughs> Does, that, does that mean that Keanu Reeves likes cryptids? Because I'm pretty sure that he also starred in a B-list monster movie about the Jersey Did Devil. <gasps> what? Oh, How long wow. ago? Was it before or after The Matrix? I believe it was after. <laughs> oh, oh wow! Yeah, really? Yeah, all right. I I would look it up, but my my phone is in use. <laughs> oh. All right, fine. We're looking oh at my god! Yeah. I I kind of feel like we do. He would be the sort of person to be really into cryptids, though. Now mm. that I think about it, I it, he is a cryptid himself. Because I mean, like, there's the the idea. Oh, that's right. People Be- are like, he's immortal. Oh yeah, all the like. <laughs> oh yeah. The historical style paintings. Yeah, and they also have all these stories about people citing him in public, mm-hmm. and they're sort of like, he's such a nice guy. There's one time he did this, and like, he helped my niece and stuff. Oh yeah, like, there's all these like stories on Reddit you hear read about, mm-hmm. and the Reddit like the uh, day after the cyberpunk trailer went, the Reddit just went crazy about how a good guy he was. Yeah, it was kind of wild experiencing that, and I was like, oh, he's in the cyberpunk trailer, cool. And I didn't even watch the cyberpunk. He, he's yeah. in there from like the very end. Yeah, he just sort of says, wake up, samurai. And it's like, whoa, that's that's a real gruff Keanu Reeves voice. I kind of just <laughs> felt like, I felt certain parts of me get moist in that second. Hold on. Yikes. <laughs> okay. Oh, hey, he's going to be in Toy Story 4, too. Oh, wow. Yeah, he's... As a Matrix uh, action figure? Yeah. Uh, presumably. Probably. That would be really funny. Uh, Do you happen to know what the on, name Woody. of the movie is, by the Woody. way? Um, would you want to take the red or the blue pill? <laughs> Choose wisely because you never go back. No, I don't know. I I know it was about the Jersey Devil, um, but it's definitely not called Jersey, and it's or not called Devil, Devil because that's pretty like generic. Mm-hmm. I I the problem is is it's gonna be hard. Yeah, I yeah, assume yeah. it'll have like a generic. Dude, like, our boy Keanu's been in so many things. Yeah, yeah. So like, I don't mm-hmm. really know. Like, if you get if you at home actually know what it is, tweet it at us. That way we can 
if you review it in a future podcast. Uh, uh, it'll be a little hard. Sorry to, to pause. Uh, the Matrix was released in the, oh God, never mind. I can't find the, the original Matrix Wait. listed here. It's oh, awesome. here it is. It's 1999. Oh, okay, there it goes. Yeah. So it would have to be after 1999 mm-hmm. in order for it to be like a big thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I see one directly before it is The Devil's Advocate, but that looks like nope. a law movie. Yeah, that's that's not it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Anyway, the Jersey, yeah. Jersey Devil is going to law school, in which case, <laughs> I, I feel like that's a totally different movie than a Beulah Monster movie. What a good concept. <laughs> yeah, I, I definitely get the whole like, I definitely get that a lot of game developers like feel burned about like showing demos because literally like immediately after Nintendo Direct, like they showed off Pokemon gameplay, and then they. Drop the fact that not every single Pokemon ever will be in the new game, and the internet freaked out. Yeah, and it was just kind of like, guys, guys, calm down. They do that. They do this literally every game. We'll get a national Pokedex at the end. Maybe. Well, normally that's included in the base game. The uh, big difference here is that the Switch actually allows for updates on the go. The Switch is the first Nintendo, Nintendo, yes, Nintendo, Nintendo. a Nintendo console that has actually included patches and DLC. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So it's very possible that they will release it later. It, it might just be that they're trying to get the game out on mm-hmm. time yeah. first. But uh, it's just like internet reacts to information they don't actually know a lot about. Like, yeah. they didn't tell us how many Pokemon would be missing. It's very possible it's, like, only, like, a hundred, like which they is just not got rid a lot. Of, they just really got, they got rid of the ones that no one liked. Like that, the, they just got rid of the Sinnoh decks. Yeah. <laughs> they were just like, nope, I'm going to boot you on out of here. They just, like, removed the least favorite Pokemon out of every game, and, like, nobody would mind. <laughs> they had some sort of contest to see which game, which Pokemon. Like twenty Pokemon from every every generation just got the boot. They played Waifu Wars. Oh, no, they Pokemon. just like called up Niantic and asked, "All right, whenever what's the Pokemon that people skip over the most?" <laughs> um, <laughs> um, I feel like that's not accurate. Yeah, really fast because I mean you'd think that say Rattata would be one of no, those. I love Rattata. Good XP. Yeah. Exactly. Brandon will specifically go out of his way to get the shitty ones. Yeah, they're they're worth more if it costs less candy to evolve because they're worth more because you catch a Pokemon and then you transfer it, assuming it's Garbo, so you get four candies for that yeah. total. Right into the blender. They're real high in Right protein. into the blender. Um, and that, because the base value for the candy is, is four per catch, uh, when it costs less to evolve a Pokemon, one Pokemon catch of that species is worth more evolution wise yeah so pokemon that cost 50 candy to evolve once and are essentially garbo meowth um are pretty pretty (laughs) unexciting yeah (laughs) and like not only that but like you're not taking into account like how many how how people like it in terms of like just raw aesthetics like all mechanics aside whether or not they like the pokemon yeah like i have certain have pokemon that are really garbage that i always carry with me dude can you have if i could just have zigzagoons all over me (laughs) if i could carry every like just 18 zigzagoons and just like have them on leashes around me like they are utility kings i know exactly you just walk around and they can find me things i can walk around and be like oh cool thank you zigzagoon i have an ipad now thank you zigzagoon i have a switch you could be a professional Hobo. <laughs> yeah. Just travel the rails. <laughs> yeah, just travel the rails. Go air Airbnb everywhere. 
you'd become your own cryptid at that point. It's Zigzagoon Man. <laughs> zigzagoon Did you hear? Man. I heard I heard the sound of a whole bunch of zigzagoons the other day. Oh, it must be the Zigzagoon Man. Oh man. Basically, <laughs> more or less, I'm over time at this point, and I'd just like to say the reason E3 sucks is that everyone always overreacts to everything. Uh, what a way to begin a podcast. Ooh-y. Hey, this is our E3 podcast. We fucking hate it, which is not the truth. <laughs> which is not the truth in the slightest. I think it's just like, we don't hate it. It's just that like like other nerds on the internet, we have opinions, and oftentimes our opinions are very strong. Yeah, and Albert seems to be that he doesn't like E3. And there's the tea. No, oh, at him. At him, please. At His at is variable vacancy. Assuming I spelled it right. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see if you spelled it right this time. <laughs> uh, I'm not sure if anyone actually knows that story now that I think about it. Oh, are we going to mm-hmm. take a brief tangent real quick? So Albert made his Twitter account, like, I want to say almost two years ago at this point. Mm-hmm. And, like... Uh, when it wasn't until we made their website and we were linking everything and I was trying to I was trying to like link him somehow and I was like Albert what's your handle again he's like it's at variable vacancy and I'm like no it's not I'm I'm spelling it and he's like well hold on and he comes over and he types it in it's not going through and I'm like hold on and we looked it up and you had spelled variable wrong no you had spelled vacancy, <laughs> oh, vacancy wrong, wrong yeah. it was variable vacany <laughs> yeah oh and it was like that first now every time have. i make a new account in something i'm just paranoid i'm gonna spell it wrong <laughs> i think that's the second time that you've spelled an account wrong that's supposed to be variable vacancy not that i think about it i feel like we had one other instance um, last year instagram i did oh yeah. it was instagram mm-hmm. and it was spelled wrong the same yeah. way if i recall correctly yes. so either way variable vacancy or variable vacancy, Va- vacancy. Yeah, you can find them there. Mm. Yeah. All right, Brandon. What are your thoughts? Um, it's. I I do agree that it's kind of a little disheartening to see that E three just is a bunch of trailers. I mean, that's but that's what it is, though. I mean, you get to see gameplay. You get to hear people like uh, talk about it. Sometimes. The ratio is off. Mm-hmm. The, the ratio yeah, is the off. off. Yeah. Okay, yeah. that's the main complaint. Um, I see. Yeah. There was there was too many eggs in this cake. And yeah. it became an omelet. Um, and this omelet kind of flopped. Or felt like an it omelet? Dude, I would love an omelet with like chocolate in it. You can bake an omelet. No, fla- you wouldn't. <laughs> First off. Uh, and second, an, uh, an omelet that's baked enough in the in the oven for that long. If it's flat enough with chocolate, it just becomes a crepe. Um, oh, wow. That sounds mm-hmm. good. Crepes are delicious. I know. And third, I don't remember what my third point was, so I'm just going to let you continue. Uh, you left it in the oven and it burned. Anyways, uh, uh, I I feel like it's a necessary one, though, because every E3 every year can't be super exciting because it can't just continuously top things because eventually somewhere down the line, someone's either going to trip, drop the ball, and it's going to be a big disaster or people are going to start dying from overexcitement. Uh, <laughs> what I think are that's the, the entire point yeah. of Devolver Digital Dude, the entire, every year. It's to make as many nerds like somehow... Oh gosh, I was going to make a joke here. But it, I haven't I've, even watched the Devolver Digital hmm. one yet. No, uh, I, I, neither have I, so I don't I actually know if they did something wild this year. I'm Continue, sure I'm gonna they look. did. Anyway, uh, yeah, I feel like it's a necessary lull. Um, it's There are some exciting titles that are definitely going to be coming out for... Uh, 
you know, this year. And, you got any names for me? You know, yeah, I, I do. All right, I want to uh, hear it. I have my thesis. Oh, so. you do? Oh, okay. I, I, I spent an entire continue. senior year writing this one. Okay, uh, teacher, yeah. Let okay, me finish. I, I get it. Yeah. Even if oh, it's about a topic that sorry, you're not let, comfortable with. Let, let, let me get your opening statements open first, and then we'll go to your thesis. Um, um, so right. it did have some. It does have some exciting like titles, but it's not as exciting as announcements from like previous years, mm-hmm. like. Uh, the Last of Us Two from last year. That one was really exciting. Yeah, and the presentation was really interesting, which kind of, it it threw the the ratio into a nice kind of balance. Uh, this year has been kind of- good. Sony's presentation last year would have been good if they didn't have so many technical difficulties. Yeah, yeah. it was very overly ambitious. But we're talking about this year's E3, uh, so I'll get back on point. Um, that a lot of trailers, but I am excited for some games. Uh, one of which games uh, comes from Bandai Namco, and Bandai Namco is like one of the very large <laughs> series of games is the Tales of series, which mm-hmm. doesn't necessarily follow one character throughout like their entire adventure, like Legend of Zelda, but is instead just kind of a, almost a genre of game, even though it's just a JRPG. Uh, their combat action is pretty interesting. It's uh, it's kind of pseudo turn-based but because they all have action timers and the timers are continuously going it feels like you're in some kind of you're in a, a fighting oh, game yeah yeah i know yeah. what you mean you know tales of uh vesteria i think or is it mm-hmm. vesperia there's a lot of but they're all tales of and tales of the abyss um and so they're coming out with tales of arise uh Ooh. and it looked pretty good i we actually watched that one yeah, i watched the trailer uh there was no voice acting for it yep so i was like oh that's a little weird but I'm sure that they have voice acting. Was it them just going like opening their mouths and like just... oh, oh. <laughs> mm? uh, no, I don't. I don't think there was any like. It was only just facial gestures and like combat. Oh, but, that's um, cool. Normally now are oh, we oh. now are we sure it's not in a universe where words don't exist? Oh, maybe I like... don't know. It was just a trailer, no gameplay. <laughs> not gonna lie, when you said Bandai, I assumed you were gonna go with uh, Katamari. Oh, that would, dude. Because Katamari for the Switch has also been announced. Yeah, that one is also exciting. Which is why I laughed because I'm like, ah, yes, he's going for Katamari first. Oh, <laughs> uh, no. I, I, no, I was, I, no, I was going to talk about, um, I wasn't even going to talk about Katamari, but yes, Katamari is amazing. You should at least look at it or at least look at people play it. I'm they, excited that they're coming to the Switch because that yeah. means I have a system that I can play it on now. Yep. Uh, I'm, I'm hoping they do something wacky, like four-player Katamari. Oh, yeah. What if cool. they do it like, uh, like the van and uh, I was about to say don't starve, and that's wrong. Like the van and overcooked, yeah. where everyone can control where it goes. It's like, just Octodad, the roll-up. There's like four princes, like on the same yeah, Katamari, trying to like fight each other. <laughs> that's that's probably what is going to happen. I mean, that would make sense too, as far as like it would add like an interesting layer to it because mm-hmm. not only is there the score for completing it, but then you'd also get an individual score based off of who got their way most of the time, like how often it went the direction that mm-hmm. you were trying mm-hmm. to get it to yeah. go. Or, um, or you just you succeed or fail as a team, and uh, you can run around the ball to try and like because. In in we love Katamari. You could like jump to the other side of the ball to like do like one eighty degree like turns and stuff. Oh, cool! But what if all four of you could do that? So it's just like everyone running around the ball to try and get their angle. So someone is not just 
I am right side of ball. Uh-huh. I'm going to run over to the left and help, say, Don push to the left. Yeah. So that that was my that was my point with mm-hmm. like the yeah. the percentage of the time that it's going the direction that you want it to go. So if like people are like two people on each side going, mm-hmm. you know, uh, directly against each other, if it goes slightly say to the left, mm-hmm. uh, then the people who are pushing it to the left get like extra points for for it mm-hmm. going their direction. So it's it's a oh geez, it's like a prisoner's dilemma sort of thing. <laughs> where where you get more points by working together, but if you want to beat the other people, then you shouldn't work with them. That's assuming that they want it to be a competitive game where in Overcooked, you succeed or fail as a team. Yeah, well, I'm saying you you still have the succeed or fail as a team and then mm. an additional score, and you get like mm. yeah, the person... Points. Yeah, yeah, the individual who did the best to get to that goal. Oh, it's kind of like it's kind of like uh, Dauntless where it's like, hey, we did together as a team. We did, got an S, but you... You got an E. Know <laughs> that you brought the everyone else did so much better than you. You brought dishonor to you, this family. Yeah. <laughs> it, that's exactly. That's mm-hmm. pretty much exactly. Thank you for bringing up that analogy. That's pretty much exactly what I'm talking about. You're, you're the the least powerful of the yeah. princes. Because yeah. I mean, you are the wink link. Because I mean, like. There are a lot of games where you're working together where it is cooperative, but there is still the competitive aspect of you can't you want to do better than the others. Like Galaxy Trucker. The mm-hmm. point of the game is as long as you succeed, you succeed, you win. But there are some who win more than others. Yeah, they get more money. Mm. They have better ships. But you're also each building your own ship though. In this case, yeah. our ship is a large spherical sticky object <laughs> you guys are talking about this game the reason why i've been a bit quieter than normal is because i don't know this game oh i can show you i'm fine okay. I, I just i'm sort of like i'm kind of like oh okay it, it, you so far what i know about this is that somehow or another we push a sticky ball around together yes. as a group yep. and that's it that's you, roll, you roll shit up you get bigger because you're rolling a bigger ball and you you just keep going yeah, i guarantee crazy. you've seen this game before it's literally just you have a ball and you roll things up into the ball that's the entire point of the yeah. game that's why it's really simple. I've never seen that before. Yeah, you may not have seen this game, but the thing is, is like the concept was created by it, and people like, yeah, pulled it's, it's off like of Snake, it. yeah. you know. Okay. Yeah, you just yeah, keep yeah I, I get it. Yeah. Okay, sweet. Uh, so was that the only? Uh, is that the no? Only I, I, I have not? I have two others, yeah, but I was completely derailed. But still, Bandai Namco, so I'll oh, accept it. Yeah. Um, we have a uh, Square Enix. We have a phone game. It's a uh, Crystal Chronicles. Was originally released oh, for yeah. the GameCube, but is now a phone game. Uh, with up to four players to play cooperatively, which is really exciting because it's cool because it had some really interesting. Uh, it was a it was a strong foot in the door for Square Enix for GameCube games, um, and it was one of the earlier Final Fantasy series. It has some like races that you you don't see ever again, so it's kind of cool that you get to see the really tall and lanky Yukes, who of which you never actually get to see their face because it's covered in some kind of armor plating. I'm trying to look this up, but you're. This looks like a really fun. This sounds like a real fun game. It, it's exciting, especially uh, as being a part of a four, four person group in which we like to play video games, <laughs> and it's on the phone, which is pretty rad. I have to figure out how to stream our phone screens. <laughs> a cooperative phone game is always really interesting. That's Every cool. time yeah. I see something like that, that's a neat idea. Um, I can dig it. So that's cool. So I that's, can get behind that. That's my my number two, and the number three. It, we knew it was coming, uh, and it's Dying Light 2. I believe they oh. released Inklings that, like, yeah, we're going to make Dying Light 2 coming out. Mm-hmm. And I believe it was sometime in the last three years. They were like, yeah, it's going to come. 
it's coming sometime. Point. And I'm glad it's uh, finally coming. Yeah, about. I watched the trailer for that, and I don't know too much about Dying Light, its first iteration, but I know that it was like a really cool vertical like survival game. Yep, it's parkour with zombies. Yeah, and I, I watched the trailer for this one, and I was just sort of like, wow, that's a lot more. This is essentially just like first person, first person uh, Assassin's Creed with zombies. Yep, and uh, I'm excited for it. I'm hoping that they take it in a different direction than Dying Light 1, where it was more about, like, hack them up and stuff. Um, and the trailer seemed to allude that they were going to yeah. be focusing more on the, the human conflict aspect in a time of yeah. crisis. Uh, it like definitely that. sounded like it was going to be more lore-heavy than what I've heard about Dying Light. Mm-hmm. Uh, is this the one where they were teasing for the next game, or am I confused, where they were uh, talking about, like, your actions influence the result of, like, a settlement? Um, yes. It is that one? Okay. Um, Because I remember seeing something, I think it was last year, where if you choose to side with one faction or another, mm -hmm. it means that there is more water, like more water for the group or less You you know exactly what I'm talking about. Okay, yeah. 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 I just wanted to make sure I was thinking of the right one. Yes. Okay, cool. Which is cool. I didn't know you were a fan of the Dying Light series. I I, I like zombie games. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's a staple given your... And believe it or not, I did go through a parkour phase at some point. (laughs) Um, <laughs> oh my god do you have links to YouTube videos that we no, can uh, come no. on you know you don't have any uh, lies if you see ever, if you see a video that someone looks like Brandon doing parkour they're gonna like search for it and just like <laughs> uh, collect a compilation of people who look like me and we'll assemble it and I'm sure Don will will alter it in some way to put a beanie on all of them <laughs> oh my god that'd be hilarious it's like cryptid sightings just like, like imagine just shitty tracking on the head but like the, oh. the, the beanie's not like properly animated it's just yeah. like it's not even like the right it's not in the same frame rate it's yeah like, it's like a little behind it's like the uh, the green mushroom challenge for like mario 64 <laughs> where the mushrooms chasing him <laughs> oh, do you want to know something funny it's yeah. actually harder to skew something like that so it's a little bit behind than it is just to make it be on time oh i don't want to <laughs> ask more of you well i mean i could do it have it like a frame or two behind that's pretty easy but it's still an extra step yeah. anyway this is assuming that, yeah that we yeah well, I mean, I think your parkour phase was before it would have been reasonable for you to put stuff on YouTube. Yeah, because it wasn't it like late middle school. Yes. Oh wow, that's super early. That's like around the time that I was in my skateboarding phase. It's mm. before like parkour was actually parkour. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it was back when it was called. Oh, look at that! Look at those like random kids jumping off that tree. Yeah. <laughs> it, we we were the kids that really liked to play. Uh, Tag, but with a tennis ball as the tag object, and obviously, you know, you can throw the ball to tag them. Yeah. Um, and it, I was very good at it because I was one of the only people who could run along a straight wall at a faster than walking pace. <laughs> yeah, you scare me sometimes. Yeah, I'm just trying to like imagine some sort of like like you you you. You said it in such a way that made it sound like you're not actually like gaining momentum to run on the wall. It's just that you go up to a wall and just put your foot on it and just slowly walk after your friends like the fucking uh-huh. Terminator. <laughs> I'm just like imagining the situation and uh, I'm, I'm giving myself a nightmare. Just imagine Brandon on all fours spider crawling towards oh, you. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> like oh really creepy God. like high leg walk. His <laughs> <laughs> skeleton walk. <laughs> oh. you, know, you know like the thing in horror movies like specifically Japanese horror movies usually when it's like like the creepy girl like crawling oh, towards someone and like yes. it's all disjointed. Uh, yeah, all, the, like yeah. the ring. I know you could absolutely do that. Yeah. Oh, what really gets me is when they do that 
but they're like inverted crab walking because you oh, yeah. you already know that that's not right because it doesn't look right. Um, so your instincts as a as a human already tell you this is bad, Run. and then you see a horror movie and you're like, oh, I already know it's a double whammy of bad. Yeah, because it's yeah. in a situation where you already know that bad is coming, and then it hits, and then you're like, oh, that's very bad. Yeah. I kind of want to like put you in that situation, like 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 take a video of you doing like the awkward like disjointed oh. crawl thing. Oh god, it would be uh, terrifying. Brandon's already scary enough. I don't know if we needed to add on to that. I well, mean, it, it was you who told me the story about like the the double jointed. Oh thing. yes, can you what? do that? What? Yeah. Oh god, I'm gonna see it right now. Okay, hold on, hold on. I'm gonna tell you. All right, all right we'll, we'll narrate it for the audience. Yeah, we'll narrate yes, for the okay. audience. All right. Oh, so he's Brandon, standing up. He's yeah, standing up. he's put away. This is a performance. <laughs> okay. So what he can do is yeah. So he's putting his he can, palm on the table. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. He's rotating his palm. Oh god, he's rotating his palm. That's a uh, full 180 degrees. Uh, he's at 180 degrees. That is 270. That's a full 360. He has turned yeah, his arm around. I have Oh God! Uh, he is taking an audience member and having uh, Albert touch, uh, and he is now bending his elbow back uh, the other direction. Uh, and the reason that I know this story is Brandon told me about a time that he uh, did I did that the to performance somebody. too well, and the girl thought she had broken my arm. Uh, but you played it up. Uh, <laughs> I, I played it up for a good ten seconds, and then she started crying. I was like, "Oh, yeah. oh, abort mission! I've made a mistake." <laughs> is, yeah, I have made a mistake. Humans uh, aren't supposed to bend that way, um, except for Brandon. Yeah. Apparently, I can only do that with my right arm because I didn't do that enough with my left arm in my adolescence. So my bones eventually grew to not do that. Uh, <laughs> so, so you kind of fucked up your one arm, and now your other arm is like, "Hey, I'm the I'm the well-adjusted child." Yes. The other one's so, just like, "I'm a I'm gonna go like do other stuff. I'm gonna join a circus. I'm gonna join a circus." <laughs> and this yeah. is the real reason that Brandon's left-handed. Hmm. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> you know this may have some implications <laughs> further back than I realized. Yeah, but we're gonna we're, we're gonna cut real quick to a little ad break, real quick, everyone. <laughs> as if we have sponsors. All right. We don't need to bash ourselves here real quick. But yeah. Five minutes of video game ads. Hey, if you're new here, we're we're baby content creators. You can go over to our website, and if you want to check out more stuff, don't want to hold you up too long because this episode already feels like it's going to be a bit long. But yeah, you can follow us on Twitter at blanket underscore term. We also do Twitch stuff. We are on YouTube, so feel free to check us out there. Thank you for your support, and every every moment that you're with us is a is, is a gift to us, and we thank you for that. All right, so I'll let you guys get on back to the episode. Bye. So, Brandon, I'm a little surprised that you didn't bring up the thing that I specifically showed you when we were talking about E3 stuff. Well, I, I didn't want to pick any of the highbrow stuff. Well, that, I mean, this was one wasn't highbrow. likely to be picked by other people. I mean, I guess that's fair, but I'm going to bring it up anyways, and that yeah. is that they're turning Blair Witch into a game. Oh, oh yeah, you specifically pointed that yeah, one. Yeah, I, I was actually kind of surprised you didn't choose that one, too, because I feel like that's right up your alley in terms of experiences you want to embody. I am excited for it. But I'm also hesitant because when I watched The Blair Witch, it's an old movie, and there's really no physical antagonist other than, like, 
the well, people's minds. Well, yeah, that's kind of the point. It's a psychological horror. And I yeah. feel like that's actually better embodied in a game than yeah. in a movie, anyways. Yeah. Because did you did you watch the trailer? That I, did, I, I did. Yeah. Okay. The, the medium for the the movie just wasn't right, but I feel like with the game. Uh, it's more immersive. Yeah, which and is, you can really feel like that yeah. that thing's crawling it's right more up, effective. crawling right up your spine. Yeah, so that one looks pretty interesting. Although I'm not gonna lie, my immediate reaction was really they're bringing Blair Witch back after how many years? Yeah, I mean they did some weird stuff. Like they had a uh, Cloverfield Lane or whatever, which is in the same universe, and like wait, Cloverfield's not in the same universe as. Cloverfield yeah, sure is, is the is the like Godzilla esque movie. Yeah, is it? Oh, yeah. okay. I must have. Okay, wow. Oh, it's it's shot in a, in a similar yeah, style I, because Blair. I have Witch, my yeah. IPs entirely fucked up. Excuse Blair me Witch, while I unfuck my shit. Blair Witch was the original, uh, like shaky cam home movie. Yeah. Style found footage. Yeah, found mm-hmm. footage. There we go. And then Cloverfield was like the second big name one that I can think of at least. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that that um, was in that style. Yeah. So it makes sense. So it definitely it's it makes sense for the medium, but it's like the World War Z game, where it, it's uh-huh. just it's come out so far after the yeah. original. And not only that, but like depending on the way the I game do the game mechanics, it feels like it's just going to be like an IP, like uh, it feels like, like a like an yeah, it feels like an indie Slenderman game. Yeah, and like I don't know, I'm just worried about the uh, about like the game mechanics because like it, like I like Slenderman was unique because it was innovative in its game mechanics, right? It was the first game that fit that style in terms of like run away, go find these things. Um, boy, I think you're a little confused. Slenderman has always been like a super indie production that's never been like paid for. Yeah. yeah. No, but still, the reason why it was popular is because it was a unique concept in the game style. So what I'm saying, so what I'm, my point is, is that the Blair Witch game, when it comes out, it has to be in some way unique that separates it from all these other games. Mm-hmm. The problem with this is it looks literally just like Outlast and uh, yeah. what, re, was it Resident Evil Seven that had like the mechanic with it? There was I a Resident so. Evil that that had like a a camera mechanic in it as well. Yeah. I think it was Seven. Um, but uh, uh, yeah. Yeah, unfortunately, it looks similar to a couple other games. I have, that I right have my hesitations with it, and I, the the creature in it doesn't like say witch to me, like because it was like yeah. witch. I was like, yeah. what is that? That's a monster. I want I want some creepy like humanoid that is like intelligent. I mean, hmm. the, the, there always could be a situation where it's like a hag in the woods or something, like where it, it utilizes monsters. Yeah, but it looked more like the rake than yeah. a hag. I know what you oh, mean. Oh man, I. If they did the Blair Witch, but the main antagonist was clearly a hag from like the D and D universe, hags are creepy because they can yeah. imitate like the voices oh of children. God. That's freaky, and that's a very Blair Witch. I'd be more excited if they did that. Yeah, uh, but Don, did, did was that the only game you were excited about, or was it even a game you were excited about? It? No, you no, I'm just it bringing up. it up. Okay. It's, it's called a segue, Alan. Okay. <laughs> um, Borderlands Three. Ooh. Okay, that one we've known about for a little while. Borderlands yep. Three looks really cool. They did some really interesting things with the story. Mm-hmm. Uh, I actually paused the trailer as I was watching it and started yelling at Brandon. Yes, you did. Uh, because there was there's a part in the most recent trailer. If if you're a big fan of the Borderlands series and you've seen like if you've played through like uh the Tales from the Borderlands and stuff like that, um, you'll know that the character uh that Reese specifically, um. I, I love Reese. I really do. And I had a moment where I was watching the trailer and I'm like, 
who's this handsome Jack looking motherfucker with with a mustache mm-hmm. and a robot arm? Robot arm! Oh my god! And I paused it and I went to and I yelled at Brandon. I'm like, Brandon, they're putting Reese in Borderlands three. And it's just like because I'm looking at it, I'm like, there's mm-hmm. Tannis and who's this dude? And <laughs> the realization moment, I was like, oh, it's him. And I just I really appreciate everything that they did with uh with the trailer. I'm very excited for it. A little a little hesitantly excited because we've had some hiccups with uh the pre sequel. Yeah. yeah. Uh, from what I can tell, it's sort of a situation where they're just kind of like they've they've abandoned all pretense of like leaning too heavily on like lore. Like they do from what I can tell from the trailer, it does sound like they got a decent story going. But at the same time, they're just sort of like, here's the mechanics, here are the four heroes. It's gonna be a good fun time. We're all just gonna do all these things and like it really builds on that. And I appreciate that because it knows what it wants to do and it really goes into it. And the story's gonna be a huge aspect, I know. But like just from the trailer, from what I saw, I'm just sort of like, oh, Oh, man they just like demoed a lot of like what each class is going to be able to do and mm-hmm. yeah they did a lot with it i'm actually kind of excited for siren she gets the cool arms yeah, yeah a melee yeah. siren melee. Is gonna yeah be right mm-hmm. um because i mean i guess lilith was kind of a melee siren in the beginning in yeah. the first yeah. game but but it's i feel like i feel like they're going for a different feel with oh goodness i cannot remember any of their names yeah uh with with the siren from uh this one yeah um, from what it looks like she looks more like a grappling siren like because she like actually goes in and goes cqc and just like punches people's kneecaps in yeah i appreciate the imagery that they gave to her though because a lot of people are like melee siren arms uh, but my favorite aspect of it is when you see her like come out and she has the the six arms behind her yeah it's a very it's a very hindu looking pose oh and I, yeah yeah and i appreciated the reference that they gave like the nod that they gave mm-hmm. to to a different culture that's not just american because I mean, that's a trap that a lot of games fall into where yeah, they lose yeah. a lot of diversity but uh, regardless borderlands has never really had that issue they've done a really good job of keeping it super broad and super diverse. So I'm hesitantly excited. The thing is, is I was also excited about the pre-sequel and pre-sequel had some issues. However much I love it. Uh, confession. I have never finished pre-sequel. Mm, I um, do not blame you. Well, it's not for lack of trying. What happened was, is I played Nisha mm-hmm. who is, you know, like the, the shooting one and I'm not great at shooting. So the reason that I went with her is because she has the aim assist uh-huh. thing for for like her ultimate ability. Mm-hmm. And I got to not even the final boss. I got to the boss, like the mini boss before the final boss. Mm-hmm. And I could not beat that mini boss. I, I tried it so many times. I spent hours trying to beat that stupid mm, fucking welcome boss. Welcome to Dark Souls. Yeah, and I could I could never beat it. Um, and the only other solution was for me to go back and grind. But the problem was, is I had been grinding the entire time. Yeah. I had already done all of the side quests. Ooh. Like, all of the side quests were already complete yeah. because I had to do all the side quests in order to keep up with the level that I should have been at. So the only solution was for me to go back and just farm enemies? Yeah, I think that uh, the situation is like it's kind of luck based because isn't the isn't the gun drops that actually make the game easier based off of percentages and stuff? Yeah, and I have yeah. the worst luck. Yeah, see, so like that—that's an easy trap to fall into. Mm-hmm. So in all of my time playing any of the Borderlands games, do you want to know how many orange weapons I myself have gotten in any solo play? One. Nice. That's that's a lot more than me. No, 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 no. You don't understand. I'm talking about 300 hours of Borderlands across multiple games. One orange weapon. 
that I got on my own. The only other times I've gotten any other uh, like legendary weapons have been when I've been playing multiplayer and mm. it's always the other person has done the thing and they got the drop and they go, oh, Don, why don't you take this orange weapon? I already have five. Well, I, I'd like to point out for those of you who haven't played Borderlands is that the loot rate like rarity increases with more people. So you have the least yeah. likely amount of chance playing solo. Um, and we did do our Borderlands playthrough, and the first boss in Borderlands 2 did drop an orange weapon. Yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. I yes, that, that is and the... And you, you did get that. Yes, so. that is the the third orange weapon that I have been in possession Congratulations. of. Congratulations. I've ever owned. Yeah, that's why when it dropped, I was like, <gasps> "Oh man, it's mine. Now, yeah. now I'm just imagining a situation where Don's like, and this is where I would keep my orange weapons. If I had one! <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what it is. And it's just like incredibly frustrating because I would watch other people play. And like I would sit and watch like my friends play it mm -hmm. in single player, and I would watch them get like three orange weapons in the time that I've sat down. I'm like two hours watching them, and they get three orange weapons, and I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah. So my my luck is really bad unless it's in a team setting, in which case I am a good luck omen for other people. I'm sure actually if I went back now and tried mm -hmm. to do it, I could do it, but it's incredibly frustrating because it means that I don't actually know the full plot of pre-sequel because anyone who's played it knows that by that point, it still hasn't been revealed how Jack turned evil. By yeah. that point, he's still on your side. He's still good. Um, and that's really frustrating for me because it's a whole bit of lore that I'm still missing because I played mm. through all of the rest of the games and I know all the rest of it. But that one, that little bit is still just missing for me. Yeah. Today we learned that Don has a passive crit aura. Uh, <laughs> yes. That's oh my God. what it is. This is yeah. why I like Bard in Final Fantasy so much. <laughs> a literal passive crit aura. Yeah. In Final Fantasy. Well, the thing is, is with, with Bard in Final Fantasy 14 is... When you play the song, for mm -hmm. it gives everyone a crit bonus except yourself. When you're mm -hmm. playing that song, and you're the person who needs crits. Mm -hmm. So if you're playing a song, it gives everybody a crit bonus except for you. Um, Luigi's Mansion. Luigi's Lu Mansion 3. Luigi. Luigi. Luigi Mansion. Yeah, I've heard, I saw a lot about that on the social medias. And the only thing that I saw was essentially just like, oh, Luigi can poop out a clone. Oh. Uh, it's Gooigi. Yeah. He's canon called in the game Gooigi. Now I need uh, Wa Gooigi. I want to have what? So if Gooigi is Goo Luigi, what is Goo Mario? I think you just it's said just it. Metal Mario. Yeah, you, mm. it's just no. Metal Mario. Mario shits metal bricks. Well, no, Metal Mario is a thing. Yeah, no, he is. And, or like, what's the 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 evil Mario in Sunshine called? Now that I now that I think about it, the one who's made out of like paint, uh, or whatever. I know, I know, he's definitely called Dick. Uh, yeah, he's definitely called but, Dick. Uh, <laughs> Wait, there's a there's a Mario. He's character? not called Dick. People no. call him a Dick. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, I thought he was just sort of like, well, no, this is this is my friend Richard, and <laughs> and I've known like Dick. I, I've known him for a very long time. <laughs> um <laughs> man uh but but i'm very excited for it because first off I, luigi's mansion is great mm -hmm. uh confession i never finished the first game again because we it's on the gamecube and at the time that it came out i was a little bitch and i was too afraid to play it because there were ghosts and i was mm -hmm. absolutely terrified of literally everything back then still uh that that's a that's a whole other topic. We could have a twenty minute long conversation about how I'm afraid of literally, or how I was afraid of literally everything until like college. Oh. Um, 
Spooky cartoon ghosts. Uh, well, I was afraid of them jumping out at me. I did not like jump scares. I still don't like jump scares. I fucking hate jump scares. I think they're a cheap tactic in order to get a rise out of people. And it's not creative in the slightest as far as scare tactics go. But I digress. Um, but I was afraid of them jumping out at me. And I really didn't like that. Uh, but I'm very excited for this one because of the setting. It's in a hotel that is a production studio. So it gives them a lot of flexibility with the settings. Mm. Guiji makes it. Two player, it's yeah. local co-op. Yeah. yeah, and then there's also like the option to do the other uh, things. I can't remember what they were called. They were like different versions. Of yeah, it's the like the there's like a it's a skyscraper or a tower pump. Yeah. I can't remember what it is. Yeah, but there's you can play with multiple. I think I don't remember. There was a lot of them in it's that trailer. Up to eight players, local co-op. So yeah. you can link Holy two switches shit. together and do the eight player thing. Yeah. Uh, so that's call? exciting. Everyone, yeah. everyone, you're gonna get your mom, your dad, and you're all gonna your go over to Weston. <laughs> and my favorite Weston part makes me feel good. Oh my god! My favorite part of the trailer is at the end of that section when they're celebrating that they cleared floor one, and mm-hmm. all the Luigi's simultaneously make like a hooray sound, like in Luigi <laughs> voice. I can't do the Luigi voice, and it's so funny to hear eight of them. <laughs> Do the the Luigi like enthusiastic, but not entirely enthused. Because you know how like Mario is like yaha, Luigi's yeah. like ah. <laughs> there's, there's eight of them going like ah, yeah. <laughs> and it's just really really funny to me because it's all like it's trying to be enthusiastic, but it's not like hooray. It's like. Yay! Yeah, I kind of feel like Luigi's just the depressed sibling. Yeah, he, he's I so love, sad. I love him so much. He needs. He just. He just needs love. Um, uh, was that all the games that you wanted? Because uh, no, no. No, yeah. I'm, the reason I'm bringing it up is because Brandon waited a whole five minutes to start the timer when you started. So I mean, that's because we. That's because we were talking about Blair Witch. Yeah, we were talking about uh, not like we game. were riding that Segway. Oh, okay. Because uh, yeah. we're already on. We're hour and we're already an hour in. So I don't have a lot of time for my segment. So that's... can I list the other games that I'm excited yeah. about? Psychonauts too. Fuck yeah! I'm super excited about it. They had like an actual gameplay trailer, and it's the only trailer that I watched the entire time. That I sat there going, "Wait, that's all you're giving me? No, I need more right now." That's the only one that I watched that I mm-hmm. said I need more right now. Um. Uh, Planet Zoo, I'm hesitantly excited about. I was never a super zoo tycoon fan, but I'm uh-huh. really excited for the Planet yeah. Coaster people, or the Planet people, uh, because they got put in a shitty situation and they're doing a great job making it better. And they bounce back so hard. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So uh, good for them. Uh, I'm excited because there's no re release of Skyrim. <laughs> uh, Pokemon, everyone's excited about Pokemon. Oh, yeah. Cadence of Hyrule, which is already out, which is super exciting. Yeah, well, you're actually playing that before the yeah. stream. Already, yeah. already has it. Before the recording. God, I, we stream too much. <laughs> Yeah. Well, I sat there playing it for a while too. Yeah. I want to get it, honestly. I wanted mm-hmm. to. I kind of want to get it before our trip, but money, uh, money. Yeah. Uh, Animal Crossing. There's a whole video that I watched on it about how it's like breaking all of these rules for the Animal Crossing world, and I'm mm-hmm. very excited about it. I know some people have some issues with it. The graphics are a little interesting. They don't look as nice as other some really? of the other games that I've mm-hmm. seen. Uh-huh. As far as like Animal Crossing games go, but it looks very, it looks more simplified than the mm. other games. Like it's more minimalistic, but I, I still really, I'm very excited for the mechanics that they're introducing with it. Mm-hmm. And last but not least, uh, I did want some time to talk about this one though. It's fine. Uh, is the second Breath of the Wild game. Uh, that I'm just so excited. 
I still haven't finished the first one. That's okay. I don't own a Switch. Uh, I haven't technically finished the first one, but I have experienced two roommates mm. get through the ending. So I don't feel the need to get through the mm. ending because I already know the ending and I've already mm-hmm. seen everything. Uh, so my playthrough of it is me exploring the world and having fun with it. I, I have this weird experience when I play games like Breath of the Wild where I'll get to the point where I'm like, I'm powerful enough and I'm good at the game. I'm good enough at the game to be like, yeah, I could beat this game. And then I don't beat it because uh-huh. I know I know I already have the satisfaction of knowing that I could do it if I wanted to. <laughs> Is that how you play Dark Souls? You beat one boss, you go, I did good today. Yeah, I feel enough. I don't need a I don't need to go anymore. Yeah, honestly. Like I, I like Dark Souls one. Like I got I kinda got to that point where I was like, Yeah. I feel like I could beat this game and then they didn't get to it. And I'm sure like it, it would have taken like a while, but like mm. I happened with Dark Souls one for me. I need to go back and finish it. Yeah. But like Dark Souls three, I finished. Oh man. So. Speaking of Dark Souls. Oh my God. Uh, let me just go right into my segment. Sure. So uh, the, uh, there's a lot of games I'm excited about, but the creator of Dark Souls, Oh no, Memento. Uh, what's his name? Uh, something. I don't know. Creators. Uh, you're um, going to have to speak my, some my, Japanese was, there. Yeah. I don't know how to say his name and I apologize, but yeah, he, him and George R.R. R. Martin are making a game called Elden Ring. And so far they've just sort of like is that it's some sort of like high fantasy style dark like like psychological horror looking fucking dope ass looking thing and like i'm honestly pretty hyped about the lore aspect of it i don't think i'm gonna play it but i like the lore aspect of it mm. and i then i think there's a lot of divided opinions on whether or not our george R. R. martin should be doing this game considering the fact that he hasn't completed his goddamn book series don't add them. You took yeah. the words right out of my mouth. That yeah. is exactly what I said the other day. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I did, I did literally steal it from your mouth because you said that the other day. Yeah, that is uh, the ex- those were that was my exact wording uh, too. And then the other thing I'm super excited about is the Apex Legend update. Are <laughs> Just, you really? No, no, God, I don't. I haven't touched Apex Legends. No, that was, that was a joke. Uh, no, um, so uh, Sims Four got an update, the Island expansion. I low key, I am super excited about that because they got some new tattoos, new hairs that look more. Modern and I just I'm digging it because like I can finally do the cyberpunk styles that I always wanted to. Um, mods, Alan. Mods guess, are free. Yeah, I know, but mod, but the, they 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 scare me. I might get a virus on my computer. Uh, <laughs> uh, and then the cyberpunk trailer, like I think Albert covered that. It's kind of like it doesn't reveal a whole lot more mm-hmm. other than just Keanu Reeves is in it. Yeah, mm. but I'm still excited for cyberpunk. It falls in that category for me where it's just sort of like. I don't really care how it turns out. You've already sold me on the product. Consider yourself $60, $60 richer because mm-hmm. <laughs> no matter what happens, I'm gonna at least going to buy it. Yeah. Yeah. So, like even if it does even if it turns out to not be good, it's still I'm still willing to make that initial investment. That's kind of I've been burned by this before. Like Fallout 76 came out and that was in that category and I was just like, man, I feel burned. Aren't they making Fallout 76 free? I'm not too sure. If they do, they better refund us. But they were doing refunds for it. Oh, I guess I should have applied for one. But yeah, they're also doing like a, a expansion deal, a, a, a new season, so to speak, for Fallout seventy six. Yeah, oh. yeah, and they did an announcement for it. Um, I did. I didn't pay attention. No, to I didn't it. either. <laughs> it was just sort of like, oh, okay, you're still trying to make that a thing, Bethesda. You do you. No one's gonna stop you, but no one's gonna want to watch. And in the realm of uh, 
FPSs though, Doom's coming out with Doom Eternal. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. Doom. Oh man, I watched some gameplay of it. And you guys talking about how not many games do gameplays anymore? Doom did. Like Doom did a lot of gameplay. That was like all they did. <laughs> they did. Well, it just depends on what producer. Yeah. 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 So like Doom, Doom just like gameplayed the shit out of it. And I was just sitting there watching it. And I'm like, man, I never really realized this because I haven't played the first Doom. Uh, I played the one way back in the day. I played like halfway through it, mm-hmm. but then I haven't played the one the remake. So like I was watching, I'm like, man, this one feels like it's way more switch gunny than than the other one. What yeah. do you mean? Like you constantly have to switch guns. Like it's uh, the mechanics for reloading and like the need for DPS is just so extreme that you need to switch guns like every time you shoot, essentially. Mm. So like mm. that's just part of the core of mechanics. And I was thinking about, I was watching the trailer and like actual professional person like play because it's like you know they hire a professional dude. I'm just thinking yeah. about, I'm like, man. He like shoots once, throws throws his gun away, and like picks up another one. I was like kind of surprised. So either you're playing as Reaper from Overwatch, or <laughs> you have four arms, two of which are constantly reloading your other guns. Yep, that, I think that's what's happening. Like mm. he just has two tiny arms that are underneath his armpits that you don't see Ooh. on camera. They just go in there and they start reloading the magazines for you. That's gross. <laughs> He's a super soldier. <laughs> yeah. Has has mutation gone too far? <laughs> Essentially. Um, <laughs> Uh, also, oh man, uh, something that's near and dear to my heart, but I've been sadly ab- been ignoring for the last like five years is Halo, and they came out with a new trailer, uh, Halo Infinite, and I'm not gonna lie, I don't remember what happened in the last game. <laughs> yep. I know something happened, but during the trailer, he was like in space above a Halo ring that got ex- destroyed. When he got and- shot at. <laughs> yeah, and then like some random marine that was stuck inside of a pelican saved him. And I was like, mm-hmm. oh, okay, what happened again? All I remember is something about a didact, and then after that, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, if they have good game design, then the game will tell you. Yeah, Um. so like... That sounds about right, to yeah. be honest, though. The biggest thing is that, like, I stopped watching... I started paying attention after Halo 4 because in Halo 5 because yep. that was when I was listening to that podcast that that, that was during the launch release mm-hmm. of the first of Halo 5. And that was, that was it. And I read the books and stuff, but still, I don't know what happened after that. I feel like it's starting to hit Call of Duty. Mm-hmm. Yep, you've hit it right on the nail. That's kind of where I think a lot of old-school Halo fans are. They're just like... Oh, I'm excited, but I don't know how to feel. <laughs> yeah, they're also doing the Master Chief Collection on PC now, so I'm mm. actually pretty excited for I that. Am excited because, for that. Yeah, I can finally play like all those old nostalgic games on yeah. on PC. So can play those games again. A yeah. game you really want. Exactly. Uh, next, the gosh, man, there's so many games, so many games that I'm so excited for. Um, what else? Let me let me go down my list here. No matter, like I don't know, uh, Wolfenstein. Oh my god, mm. Wolfenstein Youngblood. Uh, I've been a huge fan of Wolfenstein. I think I mentioned this a couple of times. But like, I, I really love that genre of game. And it's in that same realm of like shoot 'em ups that is like yeah. high octane, get shit done. And this one, it looks like it's might it might be co-op centric because yeah. it's two main characters mm-hmm. who are wearing essentially like they're wearing like Atlantis power armor and they're just going and killing Nazis. Yeah. I, I believe Youngblood is supposed to be like co-op oriented. Yeah. Hmm. I really appreciate because like a lot of games for a long time had the co-op, like the couch co-op thing available. And then all of a sudden they just cut co-op. I'm really glad that game developers, uh, developers have realized 
and notice the outcry for more couch co-op games because yeah. we love that. Yeah, that's our mm-hmm. bread and butter. Like on our streams, couch co-op is really the only games we ever play like in person. Yeah, in person, that's like the only thing that we will do now. Yeah. And so I'm really I'm really glad that that they're starting to embody that. There was no gameplay so to speak. So, I mean, it, the Wolfenstein franchise as a whole is already pretty dope. So, mm-hmm. like, I'm not too worried about that. Yeah. I'm just worried about how they're going to implement the co the co op aspect of it, because Old like style split screen. No, I don't think they're going to do that. And honestly, Wolfenstein's one of those games where like I'm kind of okay with them doing the you need Arcade to have your own style copy. shared screen. Oh, that would be pretty <laughs> fun. No, just like the way the way the shoot 'em up is. Like, it's one of those games where you need to have like full range of vision. And you have stuff. to move and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, I honestly would kind of prefer it to be on the separate screens. But, you know, that's just me. <clears throat> I mean, it might not be local co-op. It might be, like, uh, was it the Resident Evil Evil remake that w- had co-op but only, like, non-local? For it. Like, yeah. online co-op? Or did it not yeah. have co-op at all? Which which one? The, the Yeah, or? the second remake. The I don't think it had co-op at all. Okay, then I must be. I, people were wanting or expecting it. Oh, That's what yeah. it was. Yeah, um, yeah. Some games will only do like online co-op. Mm-hmm. And like, I'm okay with that because I don't know if I'm gonna buy it outright. I definitely want to eventually get a hold of it to actually like play it because like I love Wolfenstein. Like, it's mm-hmm. a good, it's a good series. I always enjoyed it. Um, another one that I thought you guys would enjoy is called Pistol Whip. So it's a beat-based VR shooter. Wait, what? Yeah. Oh, so it's like Beat Saber, but yeah, like, but with gun. guns. Yeah. So nice. it, so like it takes a hybrid of if you your accuracy depends on how well you aim combined with how close to a beat you hit. Oh. So like if you are really good at aiming and you you aim and you just shoot, if you are mm-hmm. dead on, you'll hit. But also if you hit right near the beat and you're aiming that in that direction, you'll get a hit anyways. Huh. But like the idea is, is like it's constantly like going like that. So it's a combination of the two. Of, I just thought that it was a pretty cool concept. And that is like, cool. Because I know you and Don really like beat games because you guys played Crypto to Necrodancer. And yeah. Stuff. So, games are fun. Yeah, but sadly yeah. you don't have a VR rig. You ever want to be Revy in real life? This is Dude, the game for you. You're right. I didn't even think about it that way. And that's about it. Um, <laughs> oh, wait. Actually, unpopular opinion. Okay. Um, okay. I just remembered now. Unpopular opinion. I really dig the new Star Wars game. I d- there's no gameplay so I am very hesitant to say that I'll enjoy it and I mm-hmm. don't think I'm going to buy it because EA has burned all of us in the nerdverse like at this point EA is the stepfather we all wished that would just go away but it's the the trailer itself and the story aspect that it's trying to tell feels like it's unique enough and it's a part of the Star Wars universe that I'd like to see more. Yeah. So like it's pulling on that string hard enough that I kind of want to see what's going on with it, you know? I I do really hope it's good. Yeah. Me personally, it there's always it, it always hurts a little bit whenever we don't get Knights of the Old Republic 3. I mean, but that's me. They've already told that story though. Uh, like, it it kind of <laughs> stops when you find out you're Darth Revan or something else happens. Like, I don't know what spoilers. Jesus, that's like a twenty. Year old. It is a. It's like a fifteen year old game at this point. Yeah. It's old. It was still relevant when I was in high school. 
But like the kind of <laughs> games in that style, like of like Knights Old Republic, I kind of like miss because it, it it it's similar to what you were talking about with the like Tales of game, where it's like mm-hmm. kind of it's not an action bar, but it's like kind of pseudo turn based. Yeah, and I really like actually enjoy that, and I kind of want more games to be like kind of old school like that. So I kind of like miss that kind of game, and so yeah. Plus, also, like, I feel like Knights of the Old Republic had a really good perspective on what the Force was. Yeah. That, mm. like, you didn't get in a lot of, like, other Star Wars stuff. And I kind of miss that. Yeah. And so, a lot of the new Star Wars content. I mean, the Force Unleashed was pretty awesome in terms of compromise between, like, the old style and the new style. Uh, that was a... I remember playing that game and it was pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. I didn't own it myself. But, yeah, hopefully they pull it off well. From the sounds of it, I'm really interested to see the story of it. Yeah. But that's about it. I don't... Mm-hmm. The, it feels like the gameplay mechanics and the way they release it is going to be god-awful. But, hey, hopefully... E3 will get their sh- EA EA will get their shit together. It, it's mm-hmm. kind of a wait and see at this point. Yeah, but sadly, I think that's going to be up for us. All right, we have a website. Uh-huh. Uh huh. You can find our Twitter on that website. We also stream on Twitch. Uh, three, four, three. no, three times a week. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we stream three times a week at 6 p.m. Pacific Standard Time yeah. on Sunday, Wednesday, and Friday every week. Our schedule hasn't changed for a very long time, Albert. <laughs> uh, we are Blanket underscore term on Twitch as well as on Twitter. Our website is blanket-term.com. If you want to send us an email about any questions or you know comments or if you have anything you want us to talk about on the podcast, that's blanketterm at gmail.com. Uh, and just yeah. make sure that you put the Blanket Fort podcast in the title. We also yeah. have a YouTube channel that you're probably watching this on. Yeah, hopefully. Or, might, or, not, or maybe not. Yeah, so in that case, like and subscribe. You're going <laughs> to... If you're on our YouTube channel, welcome to our YouTube channel. <laughs> if you <laughs> aren't, you can find us at... Uh, we don't have a link for it. Yeah, no, no. no just blanket term. Just search blanket yeah. term. Yeah, honestly, you it. can do that on basically any platform. You can probably find us. Yeah. But if they can't find us anywhere else, Brandon, where can they find us? Uh, if you can't find us anywhere else and you have to result to pseudo-occult means, write your note for whatever you'd like to tell us, address it to blanket term, and stick it into your pocket, and walk around with it in your pocket enough to where eventually it falls out, and that's when you know it's been delivered. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, can confirm that's how I got in contact with you the first time. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's uh, that's how we all met Brandon. Eventually, yeah. I'll find your note you've dropped on the ground and I will pick it up and read it. He has so many though. So it's, it's a waiting list. <laughs> that's that's why it takes a, wh- a while for, for you to not notice it's been taken from your pocket. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs>